Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. All right, well, uh, thanks for, for coming out. It's, it's exciting to be here um, another Monday, uh, still playing football uh, with an opportunity to move forward in the quarterfinals. You know, uh, uh, a game on, on Saturday that, um, you know, certainly wasn't perfect, but I, I, we put together uh, a defensive effort that, uh, you know, obviously put us in a position to win a football game. I, I think we definitely did some things offensively to make plays and to, to get some points on the board and, and really move the ball. We just didn't probably score as much as we would have liked. And then special teams-wise, um, I think no question we had an edge there. Um, so you, you put those three things together this time of year, uh, you're going to have a, a really good chance to win football games. And, and, you know, it gives us an opportunity now to, to move forward and, and play the defending champs, the, the top seed. Uh, they've won, I think, 21 straight uh, this season, um, or 21 straight this calendar year on top of a, a victory. So I think they're 22 straight right now. And, um, you know, an awesome opportunity for us to take on the top dogs in the tournament right now. And, and our, our guys are really excited about that, um, but a, a very uh, tough opponent, very tough challenge. Um, you know, one other thing I wanted to do is just thank our fans um, for helping the community of Denton, Montana, uh, that suffered uh, greatly last week. I know uh, uh, great support um, with items brought uh, to the stadium. In particular, I think the, the athletic department right now is shifting more to monetary donations, which can be made you know, through Opportunity Bank, um, and all that information can be found on our website. But thank you very much to all our fans um, supporting, you know, one of our one of our communities that that suffered greatly, and um, we certainly, as a football program, want to support them in any way we can. So, with that, I'll open it up. Um, and, you know, potentially being the last home game too. Is that something you guys have? have thought about in potential or, or you're still thinking hey we, you know, we, we got a good shot we- well we're one week at a time one game at a time um, whatever could be on the other side of that is just that um, we know that this week the road takes us to Huntsville Texas and Sam Houston and you know um, thankful for that opportunity and like I said a really really good program this isn't they just haven't come onto the scene um, you know they've been They've been challenging for championships for quite some time. Obviously, broke through this past spring, um, and, and Coach Keeler, both with the success at the FCS level at Sam Houston in Delaware, is uh, a proven winner for sure. So, uh, a big task in front of us. And I think they, they're one of the best run defenses, and one of the at least most yards given up passing wise. Do you know kind of what maybe why that that is? Specifically? Yeah, yeah. There's there's certainly um, you know they have stopped the run very well. I think it's a combination that they're they're built to stop the run. You know, you could see a shift in uh, maybe their focus if the last couple of years. You know, I know their their exits from the playoffs um, going back a few years were were pretty wide margins. I know a couple of times the North Dakota State and once to James Madison, and it's apparent that they. Uh, you know, they built up their team on both sides of the football, um, and that was a big part of being able to to beat South Dakota State, North Dakota State, James Madison in the spring, their ability to stop the run. And I think within the context of the, the regular season, um, 
and even into the playoffs. I, I think part of it is the makeup of that league um, and their opponents, you know, maybe being more built to throw. Um, certainly their offense getting ahead in, in making um, the other team you know, more more apt to throw and chase points. I think it's a little bit of that, but they're certainly, um, their front is built to, to stop the run for sure. Could you imagine playing back-to-back like that, that deep playoff run, obviously getting to the title game in the spring and then having to make a, another playoff run? Like that? Well, they're the one, teams, one team that was happy about the result in the spring. I know that. To come out on top, I think it was, it was certainly worth it for them. But, yeah, to be in, in, into December now and, and you're going on, Game 22, um, you know, in 11 months or less than 11 months. Uh, you know, I think that's quite a feat. Um, I think the the margin of, of their, you know, a lot of their games this, this year has maybe allowed them to get guys out and, and, and spread that, you know, that the health out a little bit. But, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's certainly, I'm sure, been challenging to them. Um, but, like I said, I mean, they were the ones that came out of that spring with the result they wanted. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm certain they're hungry to get back, you know, to that same place. And to do it in, you know, such a short time is in, maybe in some ways, you know, an easier thought even. So. What stands out to you about their offense? Well, a lot of weapons. I, I think, first off, you know, they're, they're a team that can beat you on the ground. They can beat you through the air. Uh, it certainly starts with their quarterback. Um, you know, his stats don't jump crazy off the page, but that's probably because he, you know, hasn't had to finish a lot of games. Um but as a passer, I think he's over 250 yards, 26 touchdowns, and then he's a he's a very athletic guy that can extend plays and can run the football as well. Um, you know, running back, they're good. They got you know uh, a couple guys that have an ample amount of carries, uh, and then receiver wise, you know, I think they have three guys that you know are all in their own way, um, you know, dangerous, and so. You know they don't choose to do it one way or the other. I think they can they can go about it, but they I, I know they want to run the football and they want to stop the run just as their ingredients to win. So, you know I think for us, you know we got to do everything we can to slow that run down and and make it hard for them to throw it. I think that's that's been our formula all year, and it'll have to be against them. Um, in the spring and in the, in the fall, could you did, would you have kind of foreseen or had imagined that Tommy would be you know, this far along? Uh, I would say not in the spring. I think as I think as the fall, you know, and I fall camp into August um, or through August into September, excuse me, was unfolding. I think you could start seeing some signs. Um, you know, I think his playmaking ability with his his legs was certainly something we saw in the spring. Um, but but then as it was his development, throwing the football that uh, would continue to come along, and then and I think as an offense through the fall you start seeing okay you know our, our ability to run at quarterback um is a key component to what we're looking for and you know obviously we were we were putting him in there from time to time to give us that um and ultimately it came down to you know a decision where let's get him out there all the time so that threat's always out there and then you know couple that with you know how he's come along as a thrower Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. 
you did a lot of rollouts and, and kind of getting him on the move. I mean, it, it seems like fair to say he's pretty comfortable in those. Yeah, games. yeah, and I, and I think in, in in one game that was one way to to go about things. But he's he's capable of, you know, I think handling our passing game, handling our protections. Um, so it's not like it's this kid that, and I've had it a couple times where you're taking a guy from the scout team that doesn't really understand the the depth of your passing game, the protection side of it, I, I that's not what's you know, holding them back. It's just how we chose to play within one game and then also the conditions um, Saturday made it really difficult to feel like you could throw the ball downfield very effectively and, and so you know, shortening those throws and all that was part of what we were trying to do. I, I think you said during fall camp that you said you heard from someone from Butte that there would be concern he wouldn't play as much because he was a four-string quarterback. I was, well, I was back to it was back to May when I went and did the quarterback club visit out there. Um, you know, I, I kind of said where he was at the depth chart, and someone said, "So you mean Tommy? Well, that's not going to play." And, and, and you know, I, a good have the people been, of Butte been pretty happy? Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. I, I think they're proud of, of Tommy, obviously, and, and and know the player he is, and, and I think uh, you know he's made uh, an impact, you know, in a lot of different ways through the the course of the fall, and you know, getting an opportunity to be out there as the full time quarterback. Um, was a was a there was work in, to get to that point um, for him, and, and that's what I appreciate about him. You know, a lot of guys kind of caught between, um, you know, getting reps first or second team in the scout team. He wasn't getting either really, but he was out there doing all kinds of things, uh, running running routes, um, you know, running his few quarterback plays maybe every week. Certainly doing the special team side of things, but he was taking like is the individual fundamental aspect of practice and, and continuing to hone his skills and it, that doesn't always happen I mean that just kind of shows what type of uh, young man he is as far as his his willingness to want to get better willingness to do whatever he, it takes um, for the team and then I think he understood that you know for him ultimately to be our quarterback at whatever point in time it would be it was about you know not not letting up at all getting to watch the film is there anything else that stood out to you about this game it seemed there there was a little bit more passing over the middle I guess yeah, you know, I, I think I think that's his, that was his first opportunity to play with any continuity, I guess, um, from be, just knowing he was going to be out there. And I thought initially things were were maybe he was pretty amped up, I guess. So things were probably happening a little faster than um, he or we would have liked. But the good thing was, I think he settled in. Um, yeah, his his willingness to. Yeah, I guess see the field and throw you know where it needs to go is is there um you know I think he's got you know he's got solid arm strength it's not like you know he can't put the ball where it needs to be put it just was it was a challenging day to to probably highlight that um but no I, I think he settled in well and I, I think he at the same time you know uh will look at that film and say boy there's a lot of things I could have done better but I, I think also recognize that he just needs to go out there and play you know I, I think that uh, that kind of happens somewhere maybe even the second quarter where I think he just settled down and and um, you know it started happening a little more naturally for him his nickname uh, is gaining some popularity touchdown Tommy and I know mm-hmm. that Troy's come in here and has made comment to at one point uh, do the teammates call him that like what does he think about that from your perspective well i i do think you know he he certainly is the respect of his teammates um and and that's because of how he's went about his business um certainly the fact that he has you know he's 
he scored a bunch of touchdowns I, I think is uh, you know is part of the appeal but I think it's more just about who he is and how he works um, and I know that uh, you know the rest of his teammates um, you know certainly Troy included would say you know I'll go to war with that guy any day just uh, again about how he's just handled this whole um, fall and who he was as a true freshman just as a worker um, you know I think that's the that's the the impression he was only able really to make as a freshman was just how you work because there wasn't there wasn't really anywhere to measure it I mean a few practices in the fall um, but it was more about hey we're we're in the weight room we're in the south dome um, ultimately we're over in this building just how how hard he works I think is what's spilled over and and you know um, it's neat I, I think uh, you know he's he's pretty unassuming but you know I I, I I think I think when you have the support of your teammates, that certainly f- makes you feel better about you know going out and doing your job. You Colton asked about uh, offense for Sam Houston. What about the defense? What stands out to you there? Well, big, athletic, um, fast. You know, I, I think uh, you know anytime you, I think they're giving up like seventy-one yards rushing. I, I, you, you've made that a priority. Um, they have uh, you know they have really good size, but those guys can really. Move. They 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 throw different looks at you, but at the at the end of it, they're just they're really just playing um, playing sound fundamental defense while playing really fast. And, and you know, I think they've complemented their offense really well. You know, and, and you know, you look at their spread um, scoring wise in the first half, it's ridiculous. You know, and so they've 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 followed up good offense with good defense or vice versa. Um, you know, pretty consistently all year. So, you know, we'll have our hands full just with with their their front seven. Um, they they do have, have a couple guys that uh, can get after pass rush wise um, quite a bit as well. So, you know, where they would stack up as far as best defenses we've seen, I, I know whether they would be the best. I'm not I'm not sure. I think we've seen some some pretty good defenses, but they would be right up there. How's Chase doing right now? You know, I think I think Chase is. Um, pretty typical Monday soreness uh he's you know you get to that sixth year and you play uh in a, in a really physical spot um there's an accumulation that uh that comes into play and he played really well uh, on Saturday and uh you know when he, he walked off the field was was certainly beat up but uh you know we'll get him back going this week and you know I, I mentioned that last you know, last week he was pretty healthy while I was coming off a bye. I mean, I'm pretty healthy this time of the week. So it's it's typically been a process every week to kind of get him back and up and running. But um, you know, trustee's going to do everything he can to to be out there and, and going on Saturday. And TJ, is he still out? Yes, yes, making progress. So um, you know, that was uh, for a big guy to to suffer the you know the, the type of blow that he did. Um, you know, it was it was fairly significant. So, um, you know, it, it was a deal that we felt like was going to take him in a pretty good chunk of December, and, and we're in December. He's making progress, but uh, he won't be available this week. And then Elijah didn't seem like he well, – I think maybe he was on kickoff once. Was Yeah, um, you know, I think there's – there's been that back and forth a little bit since Lane's been back healthy. You know, when Lane was out for that extended period of time, Elijah was getting all those second team reps uh, at running back. Um, I think it's a it's a little bit more of a compliment to Lane than it is this knock on Elijah. I, I think they're different running backs, and if, if you know what the game plan and the scheme calls for um, 
it's one guy's style or the other. That's kind of what we've been rolling with. Um, and, and Lane was able to make uh, you know a couple of real good runs, and I think he had four carries for 30 yards. So, um, no, it wasn't anything Elijah did. It was health, anything like that. It's just the way the game plan kind of rolled out. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. No, um, you know, we're set up, and, and I think our, our guys, you know, uh, um, appreciate even though the mornings are pretty crisp here, and they were, certainly was this morning to, to go in the mornings. Um, you know, the, we have the two night games under our belt, uh, Gold Rush and then the Weber State game. You know, I, I think the biggest difference is, is how you handle game day, and having gone through a later start uh, on the road once, I think will help us. Um, it won't be a foreign deal. You know, I, I think... You know, you take uh, and play whatever time they, they ask you to play, and, and um, we could play at 4.30 and be dark, or practice at 4.30 and be dark here. But, you know, no, I think we got enough behind us as far as experience um, and just sticking to our guys. This is this is our last week of classes, too, so I, we the, the trade-off and trying to um, rob, you know, from their, their normal routine, I guess, would not benefit us, I don't think. Um. The, uh, how did you kind of react when, when uh, Zach and Justice when they kind of got hit on those offsides and they hit their hole? <laughs> I didn't really notice it in the game. I, you know, you're just trying to move on and, and, and think about the next uh, the next call. But uh, yeah, I think they just wanted to make sure everybody in, in the park saw that they were clearly offside. So, you know, I, I think that group, um, you know, it's a grind in there. Uh, it's hard work. Um, you know, and for them to have a little bit of fun with it, I think was was okay. And I mean, the Idaho game obviously had injuries and was, was closer than you wanted, and then obviously Cat Grizz, and then mm-hmm. the, the whole drama of this last couple of weeks. I mean, did it feel kind of like the first fun week or fun game in a, in a while for you guys? Oh, I don't know. I, I think I think if you're approaching it that way, you know, the results certainly uh, of the, the previous game was not fun, um, but I think our lead-up and, and all that, I, you know, I think our, our team enjoys, you know, being around each other. I think they want to let, make this team... Um, or allow this team to last as long as it can. Um, yeah, so certainly the, I guess the result and in, in, in an opportunity to continue to, to move forward was fun. But I think this is a group that really enjoys being around one another, enjoys the process each week. You know, I enjoys getting back up on on a Monday morning, coming in this room and and uh, you know hearing about the the week ahead. So um, you know we'll we'll go about our business this week and, and prepare as hard as we can and. Hopefully, I have that opportunity to meet again next Monday. I know you've applauded uh, Lance McCutcheon for his leadership. Just how important has his presence been you know, for the last couple of weeks for all you've been through? Well, you know, I, I think one thing I appreciate about Lance is, um, you know, he he waited his turn, so to speak. Um, he hadn't gotten his opportunity to touch the football, you know, um, to till this year in his career. Um, you know, he burst on the scene, so to speak, as far as the the opportunity he was given. And then the last couple of weeks, that hasn't necessarily happened. But you haven't seen a change in the way Lance has, uh, you know, approached it and the way he's competed. Um, 
you know, and you know, I, I told him before the game. I, he said, I, "You know, this is this windy game. I don't know how this is going to go for you as far as opportunities." You know, Tommy's probably going to make a mistake or two, but you got to be one of the first ones to pick him up and pat him on the back and, and all that. And, and you know, I think Lance has grown so much as um, as just that a leader, like you said. Uh, you know, and I think a lot of it is about how hard he's worked and been patient and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I think it's really really shown the last couple of weeks as maybe his opportunities have uh, haven't been the same you know you haven't seen a change in how he's done things and how has he worked with Tommy kind of mentioned he asked him to kind of make sure he keeps his spirits mm-hmm. oh I, I think he, he understood that wholeheartedly and you know um, he wants to win you know and I, he knows we're moving forward and, and he recognizes Tommy has all the capability in the world to give him the football and um, is young at the same time so no he was uh, he was really good with him and you know, um, I'm anxious to, you know, we hopefully get those two connected a little bit more um, this this weekend. Uh, I, I think they're more than capable of of doing that. And I know we were fingertips one time down the down the sideline, and then you know obviously another one that got knocked down pretty significantly by the wind. And those are really the two you know down the field throws that we made. And um, we hope to get Lance some more opportunities this week for sure. Does anything change with him with Tommy at quarterback at all? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think uh, you know the the results on, on game days haven't shown with those two connecting downfield, but I believe they're more than capable of of doing so. And you know, I think Tommy would still look to say, "Hey, you know, if I get a bunch of matchups and everything's equal, I'm going after 86." I think he would look the same, you know, and think about it the same way. Coach, what's the atmosphere like at their stadium? Do you have Oh, been there once. Um, that goes all the way back to 2009 regular season. You know, I, I know the setting, um, there's a track, you know, the fans are a little further away. Um, you know, I suppose in some ways I, you know, comparable to Weber as far as the, 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 the size and scope with the track and everything. Um, I know they had, you didn't have a great crowd there last week. I'd anticipate that would be, you know, a little bit more. Um, I certainly, uh, it sounds like we're going to have a good presence of our fans, parents, and everything down there. I know there's a lot of alumni in that area down in Texas, so, you know, hopefully we can balance them out. Um, you know, certainly warmer warmer temperatures down there in Texas this time of year, so, you know, we'll take um, take that for what it's worth. But, no, it'll be, you know, another great opportunity to go on the road, you know, uh, um, you know hostile environment and, and see what we can do. Justice, what has stood out about his development this season? Um, boy, that's a good, that's a great question because I I look I think back to him in the spring and in you know uh, how far I maybe just for no good reason thought he was away you know and and, and um, showed some athleticism and all those types of things and you know he really took spring to heart and where he was and, and worked really hard this summer. And then was was given that opportunity to uh, you know take that that spot and run with it, and, and really has done that. And, and, and to me, has been very consistent all year. You know, um, he's still given up size, uh, and, and will you know throughout his career. Um, but uh, I think he's getting he's gotten more and more comfortable with how to how to go about all the nuances. You know, at center, you obviously got to snap the ball first. Um, so then that's a challenge. And then where are they putting that defender on? Are they putting your head up 
they putting you in the gap. They putting you uh, maybe on the guard, or you going back to a guy that's outside the guard. I mean, I mean, so it's a lot that that goes into playing that position. But you know, he's handled the uh, the ins and outs, the uh, you know making the line calls, um, you know snapping the ball so effectively. The the things that become second nature as a guy moves on his in his career, I and mean, he's handled those things like a vet, and and, and he's been able to you know play a really effective football season. What is his demeanor like around the team and his teammates? Um, oh, he's a you know I think Justice is a is a fun fun guy. I, if that's way to his demeanor, but he's a serious guy too. He's a competitor. I thought so. I think he's got a good blend of you know he's a guy that uh, I think his teammates really enjoy being around, um, but also. You know, he's not the class clown, I guess. I mean, you, it's a fine line between being a guy that people enjoy being around and a guy that's just, you know, um, people don't take seriously, I guess. And I would say he's he's a, that type of guy that uh, people enjoy being around, but they understand that he's, he's serious about uh, competing and, and doing everything he can for this program. Who is the class clown? You know, I, I don't know that we have one. That's a good thing. I, I you know, uh, I think we have a bunch of guys that really enjoy being around each other. But when it comes down to working and um, going about their business, they do it the right way. You have a a class clown or a bunch of class clowns. That's not a good thing. Coulter, do you have anything? At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Yeah, coach, just a couple for you. Um, first of all, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys played Sam Houston in the National Championship game at North Coast State a couple times in a row. Is that right? Yes, 11 and 12. Okay, so, uh, I mean, obviously that's a long time ago, 10 years ago. So, uh, but how much different do they look or how much similar do they look? I guess is there sort of like any patterns in terms of the type of players they can attract? I know it's a new coaching staff and all that. So, I mean, just compare and contrast. Yeah. 10 years ago, that what you see on Phil. I think that's, yeah, I, I think – schematically offense they're they're quite a bit different um they were they were more of an option outfit back then defensively um you know i I think both both years that we played them you felt like they had some guys that were strong um you know they had good size but but more so than anything they were fast they were fast all over the place and you know you see a lot of those same comparisons again schematically i think there's some there's some difference defensively but uh you know they're they're back up to that point. I thought they had good defenses in eleven and twelve. Um, both those years we played them, and they had a bunch of skill on offense. They went about their tactics different, but uh, you know they're able to you know uh, attract you know from a you know, a pretty close uh, proximity a, a really good caliber of athlete. And that's not just skill. It's it's skill. It's it's big guys that can move. Um, you know they don't have to go too far. Uh, I think what's Houston, the fourth biggest metro area in the, the country, and they're they're just north of Houston, and then they can go up into East Texas, um, which in all those small towns, smaller towns, football is king. And um, 
you know, they can they can probably jump in their car and, and do much much of their recruiting and, and be done with it. I know they they're not exclusive to to Texas, but um, a good chunk of their their guys are probably pretty dang close to close to home. Well, it seems like talking to your guys on Saturday, they expressed uh, that that they really like this challenge. They're embracing this challenge of playing the top ranked team. So, what do you think of just that element of it? That means, like Kyle Cotter said, you got to beat the best to be the best. So, you, you must love the confidence you guys have going to Huntsville. Yeah, I think you get to the final eight and. Yeah, everybody's worthy at this point. Um, and I think the fact that, that, that we fell to the eighth seed and, and, you know, they obviously secured the one. Um, you know, this, this matchup was a game away. I'm thankful we're in it uh, first off. But, you know, whether you play the, the, the best in the quarters, the semis, the finals, sometimes is debatable. I, I think back to, you know, the three championship runs that we had um, – at NDSU, uh, you know, we, we beat Sam Houston twice in the finals, and I'd say one of those years they were probably the best team we played, but maybe the other they weren't. You know, I, we played a couple of Georgia Southern teams at, at home that that could have been the toughest, toughest task. So, I, you know, wherever it comes, it, you know, you you got to face it head on. And, um, you know, uh, like all, all eight teams are, are worthy of being in this position, and, and we're – you know, we're excited to go down there and we're just, you know, I think excited to move on. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. And, um, you know, I think our guys are confident that we can, we can match up with anybody if we play well, you know, and, and we got to get ourselves positioned to play well. I think that's, you know, I think our guys have taken that approach each week and, you know, we got to do it again this week for sure. Well, this time of year, obviously, the, I mean, I know it's always important, but the fronts are always so important when it comes down to December football. But you guys have such good fronts, particularly on defense. So what do you think of this, this maybe the, I don't know if upper hand's the right word, but what do you just think of the, 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 those guys' ability to sort of carry the day for the defense and then just the performance they've had at this point? Yeah, you know, I, the, our, the, the success of our defense starts up front. There, there's no question about that. And, and our ability to to do things um, without pressuring. We will pressure a fair amount, but to do things without pressuring has is, is really been our hallmark this year. And whether that's that's been stopping the run, disrupting the run, or getting after the passer, disrupting the passer. Um, you know, and the fact that we've really played 10 guys pretty consistently, I think, is a, is a big part of that. You know, our our three seniors get a lot of the, the acclaim. Um, you know, Daniel and Amandre and Chase, but those other seven guys have, have found their role, and uh, in each game, you know, one or more of them has stepped up and made a big play. And, and that was, you know, thinking back to where we were in the spring and how that looked with a lot of those guys not being ready. I, I you know, we were crossing our fingers so we could get to that point. You know, knowing that ideally, you know, it was going to take uh, it was going to take a big group. It was no way going to be done with uh, just four guys. So. You know, and our linebackers, um, you know, Troy and Callahan have, have played the, the the bulk of the reps lately. Um, you know, and those I'd take those two against you know any set of linebackers in the country. So, you know, yeah, it starts with those those six guys. You could just well throw Ty in there as an outside linebacker, so to speak. And um, you know, if, if if that group can be successful on Saturday, you know, we'll be in the game. I know that much. Well, the last thing for you, I always ask you about any crossover with the opposing coach. So I know a lot of people around the FCS were a little surprised that Casey Keeler left Delaware to go to Sam Houston. So do you have any crossover with Coach Keeler? And just how would you 
uh, describe his coaching style if you have any opinion on it at all? Well, winning. You know, I think that's the first thing. Yeah. I think most uh, most playoff wins, second active, I think, and career wins. Um, you know, winning at two. You know, I, I would think different programs you know different locations for sure um different ways to go about things whether it was you know in the the colonial all those years or now down in texas um so hats off to him for you know being able to take his uh you know the the, really the quality work that he had done at delaware and i think winning a championship and playing for two more and then you know transitioning it down to a program that was doing well under coach fritz obviously um you know and taking it to a level where they've they've won a championship um never crossed paths with them um you know but but certainly have a lot of respect for for what he's done at both places um you know and, and that's not easy the, the the hallmark of a really good coach sometimes if they can is if they can do it in two places if they do it at two different places and, and he's certainly done that thanks you texas all right sounds good one i just have one question about tommy was was he a registered consideration before the season or were you always planning to play him no we were always going to play him I, I think it was apparent that he was somehow some way needed to be on the football field so yeah there was no thoughts to register him Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. 